Vernon, Vernon, the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to vernonheating.com. Vernonheating.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Products and/or services which may be advertised during this program are not necessarily endorsed by the program. Prog Watch, music that tells a story, with your friend and host, Big Tony Rousick, a.k.a. Prog Squatch. Welcome back to Prog Watch, my friends. This is Big Tony, your host, and I thank you for coming along for the ride once again. Also, special thanks to my supporters on Patreon.com, my patrons of the progressive arts. If you enjoy Prog Watch and it has some value to you, I'd ask you to consider supporting my efforts here. You can find more at Patreon.com forward slash Anthony Rousick, or by following the Support the Show link at the top of the homepage of ProgWatch.com. And that's P-R-O-G-W-A-T-C-H, all one word, dot com. So I'm very excited to tell you that this week's program is an artist interview and feature show focused on a new project called Imaginarium, which features Clive Nolan and Laura Piazzai. Imaginarium has just released an album called The Rise of Medici, which concerns the famous titular medieval Italian family. I was lucky enough to interview Clive and Laura together a few weeks ago, and we will be hearing some of that chat a little later. I thought perhaps we could warm up a little with some of Clive and Laura's other work. So I will begin the musical portion of the program with Highgate from Clive Nolan's Alchemy album, and The Man Called Sherlock by Clive and Oliver Wakeman from their collaborative Dark Fables album. Friends, we are gathered to celebrate the shadowy side of life. And what better setting than here? Bathed in the moon's brooding light. My friends, enjoy the festivities. Dance like this fire at your feet. I wish I could share this night with you all But I have a quest to complete I search for an answer to mysteries Far beyond power and wealth And soon you will witness the fruit of my dreams Even greater than life itself 
patient, my friends, I'll return. Be patient, my friends, I'll return. Copy Noctem! Seize the night!
this the man that they call Sherlock? They say his mind is like no other And if you are the man called Sherlock We'll hear this tale that's like no other
Again, that was Highgate from Clive Nolan's Alchemy album, released in 2013. And The Man Called Sherlock by Clive and Oliver Wakeman from their Dark Fables album, released in 2021. I'm going to continue on with Field of Sinners by Clive's main vehicle, Arena. And an earlier Clive Nolan and Laura Pietzai collaboration called Sensing a Presence. Blah! 
Crashing through the surface air A moment of insanity Waiting for the chance to be free Waiting for the chance to breathe The call of lifetime's truth It's only a story I'm told Elemental agonies of hatred and vice It's told for the depths of your soul oh, forced aside by ignorance A grasp on your reality Exiled by a hidden call Cast aside by all this evil Forbidden promises From voices that you've never heard A sense and a unity of choices you made
just heard was Sensing a Presence by Laura Piazzai and Clive Nolan from their 2019 collaboration From the Outside In. Prior to that, we heard Field of Sinners from the great new arena album The Theory of Molecular Inheritance, released late last year. After our first short break, we'll have more great music and get into some of my interview with Clive Nolan and Laura Piazzai of Imaginarium. Stay tuned. If you are out there listening right now, I think it is safe to say that your musical tastes are not exactly mainstream. So I bet you sometimes have trouble finding certain CDs or vinyl albums to complete your collection. If that's the case, you need to check out a place I found recently called the Madman's Music Emporium and Gallery. Mike, who runs the Emporium, has a massive collection of hundreds of thousands of titles in CD and vinyl album formats and also has a great selection of hard-to-find box sets, books about music, and memorabilia such as original and reprint posters and ticket stubs. But Big Tony, I hear you saying, if he's local to you, how does that help me if I'm living in Europe, Asia, or Australia? Well, friends, Mike the Madman has an online store and ships internationally. And while it is difficult for him to have his whole catalog on the online store, You can contact him directly via the site or via email with inquiries about hard-to-find titles. Check out his store at ebay.com forward slash str forward slash Mike's Good Stuff, M-I-K-E-S-G-O-O-D-S-T-U-F-F, all one word, 20163. Or email him directly at fillmoredistrict, that's F-I-L-L-M-O-R-E-D-I-S-T-R-I-C-T, at yahoo.com. And if you missed any of that information, I will have it posted on my website, progwatch.com. Also, if you do decide to order from the Madman's Music Emporium and Gallery, tell him that Big Tony sent you by typing progwatch or Big Tony in the comments. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
The Chamba life is for everybody. So go to ChambaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Clive Nolan from Arena, Pendragon, and Indeed Canberra. And you're listening to Progwatch. Before we listen to the first part of my interview with Clive and Laura of Imaginarium, let's check out a few more examples of their previous work. First, Pure of Heart from the new Arena album, and then Horizons in Your Eyes by both Clive and Laura.
Texas is some kind of legacy, a gift handed down through the years. A The beating of your heart 
Once again, that was Pure of Heart from the new Arena album, The Theory of Molecular Inheritance, followed by Horizons in Your Eyes by both Clive and Laura from the aforementioned album From the Outside In. Now here's some of my chat with Clive Nolan and Laura Pietzai of Imaginarium. Okay, so uh, I'd just like to start off by saying it's a pleasure and an honor to have you both here on my program. Very kind, thank you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, so, uh, well, Clive, my listeners are probably more familiar with your history, and if they aren't, they can check out Prague Watch 522 and 538 when you were my guest a few years back. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was hoping we could f- first get a bit of background on Laura, if you don't mind. No, go for it. Okay, so, Laura, can you please tell us a bit about your musical background? You know, how did you get started in music? Did you come from a musical family? Did you study music at school? In my family, I had uh, a couple of singers, uh, opera singers, and uh, in uh, my grandmother was an opera singer also, and uh, I became really uh, fond of music in uh, when I was like uh, 12 years old. I started really to get this. Uh, uh, you know, this wanting to become something it has always been my 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 dream, and uh, it stayed so for the <laughs> for the rest of my life. And mm-hmm. so I started in uh, soul music, and uh, from that, uh, well, I've done some dance records, if that can be interesting to know, with big labels here in Italy. And uh, finally, I got uh, to know uh, Arena. And starting from Arena, I started to love Prague, especially Arena, I have to say. Okay. And uh, from there, I decided to to contact uh, Clive Nolan, which was the first time I contacted somebody. Uh, and uh, I decided to say, okay, I would really love to work with this person because uh, he writes the most incredible music I've ever listened to. So I, I just wrote and I added a file uh, of the great gig in the sky and uh, for the first time I sang it I just went through it and said okay here it is I sent it over to him and that was the beginning <laughs> with, with in Prague <laughs> okay also. so did you have any formal training really uh, I had my talent <laughs> okay I mean yeah <laughs> and that was it and, and passion and a lot of talent and passion you do seem to have Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, um, so what happened? I mean, you you wrote to Clive, and uh, you know how how did that all, you know, get the ball rolling, so to speak? Yes, he just uh, listened. And uh, after a couple of days or three, he just said, I'm sorry, I'm late. But he, was, he had actually an eye surgery in that, uh, in that period, right, Clive? So he had a chance to do it, to listen uh, to to my material. Thanks goodness, <laughs> we can say, to that eye. 
And um, from that he said, oh, you have a terrific voice. Whenever you happen to come to London, uh, just give me a call. And I said, when do you want it to happen? (laughs) 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 And we made it happen immediately. Like, I don't know, it was maybe one month after. I don't remember. But uh, wow, it was the greatest thing in my life. And I will never leave that road again. (laughs) Never. So, So the first project that you worked on then was from the outside in yeah, from the outside in okay so yeah, yeah. 2019 then and yeah. then uh and you've done other things al- along the way here correct you're you're in a number of different projects yes yes i am now and future other things but i uh i started out with um by really um my path with uh, with Clive, and uh, this is where I want to stay because he is really incredible, incredible. And then I get to know also Eric Bouillet. He came to the presentation of uh, Clive's uh, King's Ransom, and he was um, I was listening. No, it was Alchemy. Alchemy it was when uh, the last mortal light. And uh, I am now Makaria, the Viking goddess, Devi goddess, in this incredible musical that will come out very soon from Kyle Nolan. And uh, Eric Boyette was there. Uh, he came to listen to me and he got like flashed by this and uh, he immediately contacted me and he said, wow. And he wanted to make something with me and as I, I am really um, literally in love with uh, epic music um, of course I said yes and uh, we needed some, someone who really could uh, get into an interesting story and we found Medici and I said the only one possible for me is Clive to me number one so he said oh yes that would be great and uh, yeah, and he entered the project. So the three of us started out this beautiful The Rise of Medici uh, that is now so uh, incredibly reviewed by everybody. And we are very proud about it. Unfortunately, our Eric left us uh, like the 21st of August for uh, pancreatic cancer. And that oh, was. Oh, no, really... I did not know that. I did yes, not know that. yes. Unfortunately, he we were great, great friends, and 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 he left us for this pancreatic cancer, and uh, we uh, he he had the chance to listen to the masters, the final masters, but he never held, of course, a copy of of the album, which was his dream. He said, "Working with Clive, if it were you and Clive, is my dream, especially with Clive Nolan." That was. Class, as I say, a masterclass to work with him, and. Uh, and he didn't make it, so he was defeated by this enemy. Mm, I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you uh, kind of hinted at, you know, the whole, how, how the project came together. Um, I want to turn over to Clive for a minute here. I, I I heard you in an interview saying that you felt the pandemic had had a positive effect on this project. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, Um well, for me, uh, you know, when, when when I was in the middle of a Pendragon tour when the pandemic started up, and and we had to cancel the tour and make a race for the borders and get back to England, and then a week later we were shut down completely, locked down. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> and uh, to to be honest, for about two years following that moment, I barely had any work. Uh, it's, it's certainly live work. Um, so the way my sort of normal sort of year would go, would there be a combination of making albums, touring, and, you know, that kind of combination of things. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden I was sort of stuck at home sort of with, with, with plenty of time on my hands. Um, so it was just lucky because under normal circumstances, Eric would probably have written me a, a, a message saying, are you interested in doing this? And I'd have probably said no, not because I wasn't interested, but because I was just busy and committed to other things. So it was a lucky piece of timing that this, this whole thing kind of worked out the way it did because basically I didn't have anything else. Uh, so therefore it gave me the time to sort of sit around and have a think about it. And once I sort of thought about the idea and researched a little bit into the Medici family and, <clears throat> you know, the stories behind all of that, I was just thought there's a really interesting project to do. So uh, I kind of jumped on board. So that was why the pandemic it wasn't that the pandemic was good in any way it was just the fact that i found myself with more time so we were able to dedicate it so so the new arena album would have would have been done after this then well uh, i mean the the new arena album um it was put on ice during the pandemic we'd written some bits and pieces okay actually we've written quite a lot of the material uh if i remember rightly And and it kind of just sat in my folders on on the computer um um, you know during the rest of the pandemic until until things started to kind of return to a bit more normal i remember i talked to mick and we said well you know we're gonna have to try and do this album and and uh we sort of planned it out mick Mick kind of decided he wanted a release date we worked back from there which meant the album had to be written i don't know by the end of february the next year so I sat down after Christmas, locked myself in a room and pretty much put it all together at that stage. Um, and uh, and, then we, and that was the arena. So that kind of just came just sort of towards the end of the pandemic, really. The Wildlands album, the Viking album that I did was very much made during. And everybody who took part, almost everybody, ended up doing it virtually. So they'd record themselves in their own little studios or whatever and send it to me. And I sort of pieced it all together. Mm-hmm. at my house so that that was an interesting sort of result as well it sort of changed our method of working and uh this album was also done in a similar manner um is that correct yes it was i mean um yeah i mean obviously eric did his guitars uh the, the drums were done at thin ice our studios so that was uh, done obviously everything i did there i got laura over to record when there were sort of possibilities of getting her over. So I did that, but uh, the bass guitar was recorded elsewhere and um, various other bits and pieces. So yeah, it was it was definitely, again, one of these things where we sort of took things all around and brought them together. Mm-hmm. So uh, can you both talk a little bit about uh, the different musicians that you had on board for this project? Aside from Eric, obviously. Well, I mean, I suppose I can talk about some of them. I, I, I can talk about Scott. Uh, I mean, Scott did play in Pendragon. He's played with me in a lot of different things. Uh, he's, he's played the drums on the musicals that I've written. Uh, so I've known him a long time. He's kind of my go-to drummer if I'm doing a project. Uh, so, you know, he played on the Viking, the, the Wildlands album again. And uh, so I, he was actually... 
funnily enough, he was due to come in and do some other projects. And he, he booked Carl for like, I don't know, whatever it was, uh, two weeks to do a couple of other albums. And I said to him, well, look, you know, would you be interested in adding this one in? Give us a special deal. <laughs> and yeah. um, basically, I, I spoke to Eric and then I put I think I put the two of them on the phone briefly. And we sort of managed to make that happen during a barbecue in the summer sometime. And then within <laughs> a few weeks, um, Scott had come in and we'd done the Medici drums. So that was that was Scott. Um, Elena, the uh, other singer. Uh, well, and Andy Sears, of course. Uh, those singers are people I've worked with. Um, so again, it was not a big leap to, to try and get these people involved. Mm -hmm. Um, and even the extra monks provided by, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're smart. It, basically these are people I've just worked with and, uh, you know, you, you get a kind of a, for me, I have a, like a pool of, of musicians and singers that I work with and some, you know, I just know that they're the people I can go to to get some uh, something done well or in, in a particular way. It depends on what the project is. So that was, you know, it wasn't hard to kind of gather the right people, I felt. Hmm. Cool. Sign me up when you need a monk again. Oh, I can oh, do that. Got, yeah, you see, we need the locals. <laughs> yeah. You're there with the boys. <laughs> Stay with me through our second short break to hear more chat with Clive Nolan and Laura Piazzai and some music from their new Imaginarium project here on Prog Watch. The vinyl may be gone. The album art may be a JPEG. Radio lives on forever. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So before we get back to some of my interview with Clive Nolan and Laura Piazzai, let's listen to a track from the new Imaginarium album, The Rise of Medici. This is House of Dreams.
Again, that was House of Dreams from the new Imaginarium album featuring my two guests today, Clive Nolan and Laura Pietzai. Now let's hear a little more of my chat with Clive and Laura. So the whole project has a very, you know, it's kind of like medieval meets rock. Um, it, was that intentional? Yeah, Renaissance, Renaissance meets rock, exactly, right, yeah. exactly that. And, um, you know, in terms of uh, once we started going down that route, uh, Eric sent me a couple of ideas and and i sort of had a listen to those and then i i sort of built everything around that really because you know we wanted that sort of renaissance orchestra thing mm -hmm. combined with the sort of the, the the kind of harder rock edge and uh it it sort of it it was quite natural to do it wasn't hard to do you know i mean by the time you sort of thought about that kind of sound the renaissance uh, sound and, and the kind of the way the strings would work and and the sort of instruments that were used at the time and the harpsichord and the whatever else mm -hmm. and um you know by the time you sort of put those elements in there and you you start to build around it 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 really it sort of sort of came together quite easily really few gregorian chants too you know yeah that's it throw in a couple of gregorian chants you can't go wrong can you <laughs> So uh, what do you guys think, uh, what, what's the future here? Is there going to be any opportunities for any live performances of this material? Laura? We're already, we're already working on it, or better, 
the promo agency uh, bad dog promotions uh, so it's Anne Claire uh, means uh, Eric's wife uh, she's very good in handling this thing and actually she's already moving because there is a lot of requests uh, for live gigs so uh, she would start like in a couple of days she said to just move into this uh, um, yeah to satisfy the requests of uh, all the people that would like to to see this show we can say gig and show because they have great big expectations for it actually we too <laughs> so okay. you see I, yes it's really it's not easy to bring the, all of us together of course and it's not easy to put this beautiful project up on a stage but we will make it of course because everything is possible when you want it right yeah so it will what are we looking at? Is it just mainly going to be the music or is there going to be any like, uh, you know, musical theater elements involved or am I asking questions that are still to be answered? I think that will depend a little bit on, on the, the venue, the, the, the sort of the, the budget, all those sort of elements. I think it has to begin with the music because that's what it's all about. Sure. Anything else is, is kind of great, but we'll just have to see how, how it sort of develops. I, I can't help but think, with Laura on stage, for example, there'd be some theatre. Um, but okay. uh, I think that's you know, an inevitability. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think we, we've got to wait and see what really comes of it. It's taken until now to get everything secure and in place to actually just bring the album out. Because there was like a false start uh, where we kind of brought a very small amount of these uh, special editions out and allowed people to kind of get their hands on it, review it, whatever. Uh, and then there's been quite a few months where we've been setting up the, the proper deal with the record label and everything for its official release. And, and that's now in place. Um, so uh, now we can start perhaps thinking about the possibility of concerts. Mm -hmm. So um, for you, I mean, as far as like where would where would you be looking to do it? Probably England, maybe some dates in Europe, something like that. I, well, to be honest, I expect we'll probably be happy to go wherever anyone wants us. But again, it's a practicality yes. thing. Right. There's no point in saying, well, we're going to play one gig in New Zealand and one gig in right. Turkey. Right. I mean, you, you know, you, you've got to be able to kind of make it pay. So ultimately, the kind of the go-to places that the bands that I played in have been, you know, kind of Holland or Germany, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, not the other ones, but, you know, so, so I, I would imagine that in France... And, From and, Italy, know, of course. Italy, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think we, we just have to see if there's if there's demand and if there is demand, what that sort of demand is like. There's some venues I can imagine we could do them do it in, but uh, it it really you know you it's it's you know it's not hard to book a gig. The the difficult part is filling it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. the thing is, we can we you know we can book Wembley Stadium if we want to. The only <laughs> problem is. We might be looking a little bit empty. Yeah. So the, we've got to find the right venues for this. And the, the only difficult part with this is I think that um, an album like this, The Rise of Medici, uh, it, it kind of requires a, a, a pretty decent sized stage because uh, of the, of what's going to be on that stage, yeah. you know, the amount of people involved sure. and everything. Mm -hmm. So that means it sort of demands a certain size venue as well. So that's where the kind of tricky part will be. It's going to be a case of just choosing very carefully where we play, I think. Okay. Yeah. And 
as far as uh, other things you both have cooking, is there anything else coming up? Uh, you mentioned this uh, Viking album project here, Clive. Oh, well, that's been that's sort of my bean. I won't say gone because actually we've got the gigs for that coming up later this year. Yeah, so Song of the Wildlands was the oh. what I called my Viking project. It came out. Uh, you know, I've lost track. Which what year are we in? No, oh, yeah, it came back uh, early last year. I missed um, that one. I don't know how did I did. Oh, yeah. well, indeed. well, it's hey, it's never too late. It's that's out right. There. That's right. Um, and it was something thanks to the Norwegians. It's the, it's actually that that set up the possibility for the record label to do. It's the same record label that's doing the Medici album. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Crime Records. We're in association with WLR. We love rock, and it's um, uh, they've been very supportive. Uh, they were phenomenally supportive when I wanted to do this. Uh, uh song of the wildlands album and, and it was you know it's basically as i say my sort of viking project and i absolutely love doing it and it was done all around the world we had singers we had a chorus of 200 voices um and it, it if you want to talk epic then you need to check that out it's incredibly epic uh, right. which orchestra choir solo singers narrator it's the whole kind of deal it's a you know uh, the story of beowulf i don't know if you know that story particularly but yeah there, the, the great thing about it is it's an english it's the oldest written english poem in existence and yeah, it's the story yeah. of beowulf uh and he but he is a viking so i thought at least if i do it that way around i won't be accused of cultural appropriation uh, so, <laughs> so stealing one of these viking stories so um anyway so that came out and um yeah uh, we're doing concerts uh, for that in uh September. We got three concerts planned in September in Norway. I'm guessing if if it sort of does okay, we might look to play elsewhere as well. But the support system is over there. I've done a lot of work over there. We set up a kind of theatre group over in Norway to sort of support the musicals that I've been writing, and uh, so it's an extension of that, really. And Laura, you said you have the part of the beautiful blonde-haired, blue-eyed Viking demigod. Is that correct? <laughs> And no. that's, that's another thing. <laughs> uh, well, the thing is that um, I've written, uh, 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 let me see, I've written another musical called Alchemy, and uh, off the back of that, oh, I okay. decided okay. to extend that. So I wrote Alchemy, and then I wrote King's Ransom, right, which right. is the sequel. Yeah, I'm and more the familiar with those. It's called The Mortal Light, and we're actually recording that right at the moment. Okay, okay, um, cool. So that should be out, well, I'll, I'll make a guess and say maybe the end of this year. Um, so that it'll be three. Now, Alchemy's now been turned into a movie, and that's actually started filming, well, actually started filming last year. It's going to take years as far as I can make out. It's a slow process. But nevertheless, that's great. In the meantime, um, my concentration is now on the mortal light, and the, and the, the, the sort of the baddie in that uh, particular story is uh, I, I got Laura and um, get Laura Me, to do basically. Yes. So she 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 is the hideous <laughs> troll that lurks under a bridge somewhere in Norway. Um, <laughs> she's not literally that. So she is she's a little demigod thing going on there. Thanks for the thing. He loves me really. <laughs> very cool, very cool stuff. Yeah, a movie. Wow. Um, so, how about you, Laura? What do you have coming up anyway, as far as other other projects or performances or whatever? 
yes, there I am uh, collaborating now uh, on Anne Claire's uh, new album Frantic, and I'm the voice, uh, the voice of Eric Hope, and uh, that's another interesting project. I have started to record something, and this is something I will guest another project. Uh, like Nine Skies, uh, and mm -hmm. uh, of course, another thing that we have in our magical hat, Clive and I, is the follow-up from the outside in, the album that you purchased. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, we have this follow-up and we are involving people to have a listen to all the uh, songs written, or songs, I mean, if, it, if they have a desire to collaborate with us by suggesting some interesting songs from the incredible collection <laughs> of Clarinola, like uh, 10,000, uh, no, 10 millions, billions of songs. Yes. Like, like, they want to, yeah, it's, it was incredible. One day I was just sitting near to him and he said, let's search for this song. And then he opened up. <laughs> <laughs> the archive of all this and I said, what's this? I mean, you will never find it. It's something incredible. It's like an immense ocean of songs, all beautiful things. Yeah, mm -hmm. It's really written a lot. I can imagine. <laughs> no, I can imagine. I think it's a genius. <laughs> and, uh, and this is the first things so do you follow up on this and uh, well other things that i suppose clive doesn't want to say or can't say yes but there are other things in the hat so i i, I leave it to him if there is anything to say so yes uh, it's uh, i used to say it's just the beginning <laughs> it's always just the beginning <laughs> because awesome. the future yeah 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 lots of things i i'm ready i have this incredible energy and i have to let it out soon 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 in many many <laughs> many songs i get that sense here yeah you, you are very uh, energetic yes i am <laughs> now it's the fact is this that i uh for, for the first time i really um I realized when I started to sing uh, this man's music that actually there is a music I can't live without his, his music because it's, uh, wow, <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's perfect for my voice and I really feel that this connection is incredible. And uh, this makes me even more, uh, you know, like full of cooking. Yeah, that's make me cooking because I really I'm always hungry for new demos I sometimes I write to him and I say Clive are you ready to feed me <laughs> <laughs> this is me yes wonderful yeah Clive you gotta watch you gotta watch you know it seems like <laughs> well, I, I go through periods of time when I write a lot and periods of time when I don't it's it's one of those I mean I uh, during the uh pandemic i wrote about five albums and and wow, i'm now sort yeah. of if you can say living off them that's not exactly true <laughs> but um, they're now the ones that are coming out and, sure, and you're real, yeah you're um, bringing them to fruition yes yeah i mean i i'm very keen to get this mortal like this third alchemy mu musical recorded and finished but then i've got plans to do um you know new material again and i can sort of it's like a, a well, I think for like, you know, I spent a year or two years or whatever it was writing and I could feel by the end of it, you know, I, I, I was done for a while. 
and I, I've been allowing for the last year or so, just allowing that to kind of fill up again. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I, you know, it'll be time to start writing soon. I can sort of sense it, and sooner or later I shall make that first sort of move in that direction. But uh, yeah, that's just how it works for me. It's kind of you know phases. So I hope you enjoyed listening in on some of my chat with Clive Nolan and Laura Piazzi of Imaginarium. As you could probably tell by the title of this episode, there will be a part two with more chat and more great music. But don't you go anywhere just yet because I have two more great tracks from Imaginarium's The Rise of Medici. First, the tide will change. And then, Return of the Medici. I have watched you rise For years I have seen my fortunes fall For years I have so despised you Oh, standing proud and standing tall If it's the last thing I do I will cut you to the heart If it's the last thing I do I will tear your world apart Executed, tortured, or incarcerated, never to be free again, never to be seen again. If it's the last thing I do, I will cut you to the heart. If it's the last thing I do, I will tear your world apart.
Your reign in Florence soon will be no more. The fear you have instilled will drain away. And the time has come to stand up for the count. There'll be nothing you can say. No, nothing you can say. And the tide begins to change. And winter will return. Darkness will surround you. No matter what you think you've learned. No matter what you think you've learned.
so damn sure that you were so much better. Again, that was The Tide Will Change and then Return of the Medici from the brand new Imaginarium album, The Rise of Medici, featuring this week's special guests, Clive Nolan and Laura Piazzai. Look for part two of this special feature on Imaginarium in a few weeks. Before I sign off, I'll ask you to please remember to check out progwatch.com. Again, that's P-R-O-G-W-A-T-C-H-L, one word, dot com where you can find all sorts of cool stuff like links to featured artists' web pages, links to Rob Fisher's reviews on Progressive Discoveries Weeks, as well as all my social media links, my email, and ways to subscribe to the show. You can also listen to any episode I've ever done right there, search for any artist I've ever featured, and find a link to my Patreon page if you would like to help support the show. And if you're looking for CDs, vinyl, original and reproduction tour posters, or other musical memorabilia, you can also find links to the Madman's Music Emporium and Gallery, both the online store and Mike the Madman's direct email. If you're searching for hard-to-find items, don't be shy. Email him. He has literally hundreds of thousands of items in stock, and only a small percentage of that actually on the online store. So don't hesitate. Email Mike. Anyway, until next time, be well, support the artists, and prog on, my friends. (laughs) 